The Those Guys with Ships Show is brought to you by Engine. Create your free community website at enjin.com. those guys with ships and this is the rest of episode number 136 of our show actually the naming convention doesn't mean anything when you do 136a 136b but we will reset that at some point in the future the those guys with ships show our gaming community podcast now where we're oh yes expectations for 2947 gentlemen we have them i has it so we start with what they were supposed to be. Last we got an official announcement, then work our way work our way down there. Any way you want to do it, Mark, is fine by me. Ooh, let's work up instead. I don't understand. I don't either, but I think we can make it work. I'm, I'm like going to, need, I'm going to turn my head. No. <coughs> Excuse me. Well, remembering back to CitizenCon when we were all there, uh, the plan was to have 4.0 out this year. Um, does anybody think that's going to happen? No. I, I'm i actually cautiously optimistic. I think, uh, you got to remember, guys, it's all about getting the foundations built in. Mm-hmm. Once they've got the foundations, it's uh, building on top of that, and you know that, that process is much quicker. Kind of like getting the ship pipeline set up. All of a sudden now, where they're pumping out ships like it's nobody's business. Mm-hmm. So they've I got agree. that they once, yeah, once, once the tools are in place, and, and you know, when it gets to the point mm-hmm. where where they're predominantly just doing assets, um, yeah, you start to see stuff much, much quicker. Exactly, and I think there are really there are different systems they're still building out, but on the systems mm-hmm. they have built out, we are seeing that um, the ship pipeline once again being the most noticeable one of that. So I think we're going to see going forward. I think we're going to see things pick up quite significantly, and uh, that is. Not without uh, research, if you guys would recall, once again, the Tony Zurovic interview, because um, every interview he does is fantastic. Oh, yeah. Uh, you know, he mentioned the same sort of thing, you know, along the lines with the uh, subsumption, the uh, AI stuff. Very similar mm-hmm. to that. So I think, you know, what we'll see is I've, I'm, I'm hopeful. Okay. Okay. Good. Good. Well, what just for the well, uh, Jimmy and Ace, what what do you think? Uh, what you have a call on four point oh? No, it, honestly, it's it's it, it's just a little too up in the air. I think I agree with Mark. It's you know once the once the tools are in place, once you know it, there is a steamrolling effect, but it's also an extremely ambitious game, and they may hit some unforeseen uh, walls that that you know we're just not aware of. I mean, for me, I think. Really short term is I would like to see um, 2.6.1 uh, this month, mm-hmm. uh, maybe maybe by end of January. Um, you know I think that would be great, and then uh, I would like to see 3.0. Uh, I would like to see 3.0 by uh, March. Okay, all right. And uh, Ace, you're just like not, not going to happen. I I don't see it happening personally. Uh, I suppose it's a possibility. 
but um, it seems unlikely to me. Um, okay. I have learned to temper my expectations with all this stuff, um, and I'm not upset or concerned. I've got a bunch of other games that I'm playing in the meantime mm-hmm. um, that I'm going to be able to entertain myself. Mass Effect hype. Um, but beyond that, like, you know, take, let them take their time. Uh, it'll happen when it happens. Uh, I guess my only concern... <laughs> Is that I'm concerned that I may end up having kids before the game fully launches, and if that happens, they cut into all that sweet, delicious game time. They'll be, mm-hmm. you'll have twins. They'll be born the day the game releases. Yeah, <laughs> like yeah. it's like Ezra being born on Empire Day. It's exactly oh. the wrong time for it to happen. That is uh, terrible. Why would you wish that on anyone, Jimmy? Shame on true. you. I know. Yes, let's terrible. wish it on Happy Family and disgruntled father on on some children. Right? No kidding. Oh my god. And then, <laughs> then you have to wait like at least. Uh-huh at least six to eight years before they're really old enough to really Ace, participate in your good, gaming. Be good crew. It, yeah, yeah be good crew. Ace will be at the hospital in the process. His wife will be in the process of birthing, and his phone will be exploding with te- text messages <laughs> from us. <laughs> oh, well, I want to know. My question is, will he respond to any of them? Exactly. No. I mean, do I respond to any of them in a timely fashion now? No, but I feel like you wouldn't be at work, though. Duh. Fair. So, you know, I mean, and she's busy doing something else, so obviously she's not paying attention. So I feel like you'd probably slip a a few comments here and there, maybe. (laughs) Like, oh, God, take screenshots. Oh, they have what? Oh, my, no. What? (laughs) Mark, he he doesn't just ignore us at work. Oh, true story. Well, you know what? To each his own. (laughs) It's his loss. All right. Well, let's listen for a hypothetical. Let's just say we get through, um, we get a release of three point three to end the year. You, you, you think that'll be a good year? Not particularly. Uh, re, re, can we remind us again what uh, and everyone listening what three point three would entail? Um, let's see. I think the Mister Hyperlink is your friend. So if you click on that and scroll down, 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 down to the bottom. You will see that in 3.3, we will be getting farming and rescue. Uh, we will have... Which um, includes s- rescue means medical system. Yes, yes, yes. And who among us is looking forward to that? Hmm, I don't remember. Mm. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. 3.2 okay. gives us repair and salvage. Also mercenary, your covert operations, mm. Mark. I am jonesing for that. Yeah, that was my, that was my bread and butter. 3.1, the mining and the refining. Uh, there's going to be some quantum interdiction, refueling. Um, also, escort, which I think is going to be a... Um, uh, a that's going to give Ace a lot to do because he's going to be all of us with caterpillars that need friends to escort us in our valuable cargoes, <laughs> uh, which we will uh, be uh, transporting beginning with 3.0. Uh, so, anyway... Um, I think if we make it to 3.3, I think that that's that's a good year. I, I would say, you know what? Because I think Jimmy's right. I think that there's going to be some stuff that's not going to work, you know, and it's going to be, they're going to run into stuff that un, unforeseen um, stuff, yeah. and it's and it's not going to be unforeseen in the sense of like, hey, wow, I, I kind of thought computers would do that. It's going to be like, you know, hey, this is so complicated, and you know, there's like this little tiny thing that happens one out of every 10,000 times and that's not acceptable so it takes a while to ferret that stuff out so I I get that Um, so let's uh, let's ratchet on down the disappointment ladder (laughs) I I would Um, say real quick I would say if you don't mind um, that I called six months 
from the time of CitizenCon and our CitizenCon review that we'd be having a whole lot of fun. So, was that middle, no, beginning of October? So, so I, 10 plus 6 is 14. So, no, 10 plus 6 is 16 minus 12 is April. Yeah, so April, I think, mm-hmm. uh, man, I would say April, I think gets us to at least 3.0, right, guys? At least. Yeah. Yeah, I would, say I would mm-hmm. think yeah, more than yeah. likely, maybe even three point one, depending on how they're doing. I would say that's okay. a lot of fun. I think three point will be. I, I see three point being a lot of fun. Yeah, three point three is will hopefully be the thing that that keeps us consistently in uh, yeah. the verse. And I think everything thereafter is just uh, a boatload of entertainment. Because yeah, you've got a full, you've got a full solar system to explore at that point. Yeah, three point two. I will probably uh, lose my girlfriend, and uh, hopefully my dogs don't mind eating, you know, like a week's worth of food in one day. Because I'm just going to pour it in the bowls and leave it there, and I'll probably lose my job. Hide the, hide the squeaky so, toys. There we go. Yeah. yeah. All right. Well, so what if we only get um, three point two? So three point two is. Once again, repair, salvage, mercenary, covert option or operations. Now this is this is by the end of the year, yeah. so that's twelve months from now. Jeez, twelve months. Well, you figure, but once again, Gleep, that means three point sometime in the first quarter ish, maybe. Mm-hmm. Uh, which brings us once again target or uh, trading, transport, mm-hmm. smuggling, mercenary, bounty hunter stuff. Yeah, I, I think yeah. I, you know you'll have mining and refining, repair and salvage. I, I think that that'll be, you know, yeah. assuming that it's working, you know, reasonably well. You know, I, I can see that being because all of this is with the caveat that at some point along here we're going to get Squadron Forty Two. Yeah, and honestly, right. I mean, mining and refining. I, do I plan on making it my primary uh, profession? No, but will it be fun? Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. I'll give it a whirl. I'll come along with you. Yeah. Okay. So we're um, uh, we get three point two by the end of the year. Then I, I think that there's there's not 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 a lot to uh, to grumble too much about. No. What what if we only get to three point one? What if what if we get three point sometime in May, and then three point one maybe sometime around the anniversary live stream. At, at That's some be a rough point. Year. At some point there has to be um, there has the the. the and I mean this in a positive way. At some point, the egg has to crack open. You know what I mean? Like, at some point, they have to get to a point... They have to get over those major hurdles, and mm-hmm. we will start to see things roll out quicker. Um, mm-hmm. You know, the the game... Before people start to get... You've got... I, I think that they've got this year to really kind of get things to where they need to be. And I think that, um, that 2018 really does kind of need to be the year of release. Uh, either, mm-hmm. you know, both Star Marine, uh, or I'm sorry, both um, Squadron 42, even though they said this year, but Squadron 42 and and Star Citizen proper, I do think that we will see them formally released in 2018. So that's like the, 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 the well, what you call it, like a time hack. Like it's got to be done by then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like at that point, like, and the thing is, like, Star Citizen proper will always be iterated on. Like, we may get, oh yeah, we may get a formal launch of the game that has yeah. like four systems. No, I think it's gonna be a right. soft release. They'll just continuously, yeah. yeah I, I yeah, don't I think agree. it's gonna yeah. be, yeah, it'll be a soft release. That's all. I mean, I like, see. Mine, like Minecraft was. Yeah, yeah. It's just one of those yeah. things where they're like, okay, guys, uh, no more wreck or n- no more a u u right. We're no longer resetting the server. Yeah, it's we're just gonna keep going. Okay. 
Uh, yeah, I, okay. I agree. I think that you know there will be some sort of announcement about it. They will say you know that the game is is formally yeah. lof- launched, but yeah, it will absolutely be a soft launch. But I do think that you know this is going to be um, a year of very heavy development. I do think we're going to see a lot coming forward. Now, does that mean that we'll get to 4.0? I don't know, um, but. Yeah, I think that we're going to need to start seeing some releases um, in 2018 or people are going to start to lose their minds. And I also think that the game will probably be ready at that point anyway. Yeah, I think... Okay, now, the 2018, are you are you saying Squadron 42 in 2018? Possibly, yeah. I mean, I'm I, thinking... I can see that. Yeah, I, I, I do think... I, I'm, I, I'm going to... My prediction is going to be that we'll see Squadron 42 probably fourth quarter of 2017. And then we'll see Star Citizen proper... Maybe second or third quarter of 2018. Yeah, I think. Well, I think but, they, but they expected to release it in 2016. Yeah, but you know what, Gleep? Here's the thing that you take away from that is that remember they had their vertical slice they were supposed to have done in 2016, mm-hmm. and they decided that they wouldn't do it. Once again, this is going back to uh, what a few weeks ago, I think, when Chris uh, mm-hmm. talked about it. He said, you know, if, if we don't have stuff that we're going to actually use in the final game, why do the middleman and kind of you know fudge it? If we're not going to actually mm-hmm. use it, that tells me that they're not far along enough to use it. Um, you know, it, it, once again, this is just a vertical slice. Now, given vertical slice isn't really, it's really not quite the nomenclature to use. But essentially, what they're saying is, is they don't have the final product ready. Right, but but at that point, he they also said prior to that that. All assets were in um, uh, gray box or better, right? But that but gray box isn't final polish. You know, it's one of those. Once again, ninety percent of the way there, they can do whatever. That extra ten percent, that last ten percent is, I mean, yeah, rough. time consuming. That is tough. That, and given the exacting standards that they have in place right now, you can bet he's not going to release anything that's not uh, perfect. So. Mm-hmm. Given okay, so even if we take that and say okay, look, he's got what was it twenty missions? What was mm-hmm. was something like that? Wasn't that what it was? Twenty missions? No, total? it's like like it's like it's like forty eight or something. I would say it was twenty with like a bunch of like sub missions that were like okay, yeah, well, yeah, whatever yeah. it was, mm-hmm. whatever number it was, big number. Yeah, take that number. Think about it, that 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 one mission they were trying to do wasn't complete, didn't get mm-hmm. there. Now, given we don't know when they stopped working on it, but it was whenever it happened. It's been within the last two months. Yeah, uh, they didn't do it. So, given that situation, realistically, probably the level of polish he's looking for, it might be done by the end of the year. Hopefully, it is. I would love to see it two months from now. That'd be fantastic. Yeah, that would be phenomenal. I, I hope um, I'm wrong. Yeah, you know? right. Aren't yeah. we all? However, going back to your original question, if we only saw three point one, I think what we would see, we wouldn't see a three point one as it's, as it is envisioned on the uh, page now. What we would mm-hmm. see is a three point one that's been modified to include the things they are they, they do have ready. Yeah, and, then, like and then that that four jump points, you know, multiple systems thing. What we would see is we would see that that would be re envisioned. We would see that 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 structure change and uh, their goals changed because m- other things would have been pushed, pulled, moved around uh, to accommodate whatever had happened that didn't work out. You know, they needed more time to work on versus the stuff that they'd already already had done. So like, I seeing, like seeing the Caterpillar in this past release. Exactly. So I think mm-hmm. the three-point... Mm-hmm. Yeah, if we got to the point where we're really only seeing the 3.1-ish stuff, at that point they've re-envisioned the entire... Uh, the entire, whatever you call that, timeline once again. Mm-hmm. And and that, that would have changed dramatically. 
So well, I, I think personally, I think that if Squadron Forty Two does not come out this year, that it's going to be a, a pretty significant disappointment. Well, I could see that. I think, yeah, you know, yeah. Especially given no. the fact that they said they would be done in twenty sixteen. Well, that's what, yeah. Year. yeah. Well, and that, that's why I'm saying that there is, to some extent, there is a finite timeline, and they're not stupid. They know that. So, I, I would think that what you would end up getting, if the game, if Squadron Forty Two was not released this year, you would get a hard release date this year. Um, you know, and, you know, and like I said, maybe fourth quarter, we might see a you know second quarter where they might announce that the game is going to be live fourth quarter. You know, there's there's some time there. Um, you know that that it's going to take between the time they release it and, and that way they go from there. So, you know, I, I like I said, I I feel like we'll see Squadron Forty Two fourth quarter. I hope I'm wrong, and you know, but we'll see. Okay, so um, last Friday uh, on the sixth, uh, we are recording on the ninth. Uh, you are listening on a different day. Uh, Chris sent out a Star Citizen newsletter. Welcome to 2947. And uh, there, I thought there were a couple of, of things, and there's a link there if you guys want to open it up. Um, I thought there were a couple of, uh, of things worth discussing and to what we have just been uh, discussing here. Um, one of the uh, quotes I have here is, Chris says, Presently, the production team is huddled with different team leads updating and detailing out the tasks we have for this year. You'll begin to see some of these details once we've had the opportunity to refine our Star Citizen and Squadron 42 schedules. So what that tells me is that when we get the updated production schedule, it's going to have Squadron 42 in it. That'd be interesting. That'd be uh, great. Yeah. I, I think that's what he's saying. Yeah. Okay, so um, I gosh, can you imagine if they put Squadron Forty Two in there with a release of Q Four, uh, an aim date of of, of Q Three or Q Four? So what you're saying is, is they are comfortable enough with putting Squadron Forty Two in there, mm-hmm. meaning that it's probably a lot farther along than what we we've just spoken about. Right, because they don't have aim dates. They didn't have aim, when they did two point six. They didn't have aim dates yeah. for a three point um, When they have um, uh, aim dates for three point I don't think they're going to have them for three one. I think they're doing only the next goal. And I, okay. but I think we have parallel tracks here. We have uh, a Star Citizen and we have Squadron Forty Two. So okay. Um, well, and they did mention. He said, "I said we have for this year." So it's not saying, "Hey, look, we're going to put it out next week." Right, right, right. Okay. Exactly. Um, then uh, at, at the end of the letter, um, it says that uh, 2016 was a noteworthy year in Star Citizen's development. 2017, with Squadron 42 and Alpha 3.0, is looking to be even better. Now that kind of gives me a, a bit of pause. And I know I'm splitting hairs here, so um, it, it's not, I'm not, you know, I'm, I've got my tinfoil hat on. Uh, this is telling me that um, Squadron 42 might ha- there might actually be shifting development resources to Squadron 42 with the idea of it's more important to get that out um, at the same time that you're finishing up 3.0 uh, before moving on to 3.1 so that we might at the end of the year only see That's 3.0 and Squadron 42. Hmm. So, I, you know... I, I hope I hope it's not. I hope I hope I'm I'm you know being what? too skeptical. Yeah, I wouldn't take it as that. I think what they're really saying is Squadron Forty Two is a huge milestone, the single oh, player yeah. event. Oh yeah, Alpha Three Point is a ginormous milestone. Procedural yep. planets, the entire system. 
mm-hmm. I think that's really what you have to look for because really what's he going to say otherwise okay they're saying look 4.0 probably jump points probably not realistic however mm-hmm. 3.0 the entire system mm-hmm. really mm-hmm. big milestone you don't say yeah. 3.3 you know hey we're getting more you know 3.3 okay what's that mean well we're getting all the different uh, you know whatever uh, uh, jobs we, we thought about in mm-hmm. no, that's not really what you say in a statement like that. They're saying, look, the single player single player experience to, to 2017, the entire system experience 2017. Mm-hmm. Well, I, all that's missing from that sentence for me is uh, two little words and beyond. So all he had to say was 2016 was a noteworthy year in Star Citizen's development. 2017 was Squadron 42 and Alpha 3.0 and beyond is looking to be even better. That, you know, open ends that whole idea that, uh, you know, we're 3.0 is the priority we're working on now. Then we move on to the next thing. There, well, I, there, there, is, also, there is also some, some seamless... Uh, there is some seamlessness oh, between the two that is required. I think that they'd even mentioned that as much that like 3.0 um, is a huge uh, is a huge um, I was a development milestone not just for Star Citizen proper but also Squadron 42. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No. I. Yeah. I. I there. There is shared tech. So. Yeah. Um, yeah. No. I. I'm just. Um, I'm trying to. I'm trying to retailer my own expectations, and so. Um, Well, it's a smart I just move. want my game to come out. Play it safe. No one wants to cry. <laughs> Alright. So well, well so what are you guys expecting, or is that just sort of a dumb question? Personally, I think it's kind of a dumb question. Um, mm. we can prognosticate all we want, but I don't you know I don't know that we're gonna actually we don't actually know, and at this point I am more content to simply sit back and wait and see what happens. Um, than to continue the cycle of sort of like get excited be disappointed. Oh, a patch comes out. It's actually pretty awesome. Get excited. Uh, get disappointed. Oh, a patch comes out. It's pretty cool. Like after a while, you get tired of that cycle back and forth. So mm-hmm. just like step back as a patch come, the patches drop. Uh, I'm excited when they do, and it's neat content, and I'm gladly will play it. But I'm not gonna. Um, I don't know. Personally, I, I I don't tank a lot of the. Uh, um, the prognostications from CIG, Chris in particular, very seriously at this point. That's probably a smart okay. move. Yeah, well, it'll be yeah. it'll be done when it's it'll be done when it's done. Yeah. And it, Do any of you have a minimum viable twenty nine forty seven product? Nope. For me, yes. Me, I want to see some P. Well, well, for any MMO player, a PVE content. That's okay. what keeps me going. PvP, meh, I get bored easily because I'm not the best. Mm-hmm. PVE is where I have the, I don't know, whatever, the, the, the breadth of the game, I guess, uh, is what you look at. So for mm-hmm. me, being able to do that, that that's where I, I want to see some good AI. I want to see some yeah. really good AI. Yeah, okay. I'd like to see the, I'd like to see, um, I, I for me, like, really 3.0 is huge, you know, to, to have an entire 
uh, solar system to explore, um, and and hopefully we start to see some some good AI populated into the verse. You know, I want to be able to hang out in in the verse more so than I agree with you, Mark. More so than you know, just PvP, both space combat and uh, first person shooter combat. I I want to start exploring the universe. I want to start living in that. I want to log in and be like, what bar are you at? Oh, okay, great. I'll see you there in a little bit, and I go sit at the bar, you know, and then go. Well, what are we doing? Well, we're doing this thing and, and you know what I mean so yeah, the yeah, um, emergent gameplay based on smart AI and a large sandbox to explore okay fair enough Ace I've, I feel like I've said my point like I'm just gonna sit back Ace and is wait. like Ace is like I don't care whatever just whatever uh, comes it, out I'll play it, it when it comes out less you know that's about as eloquent as it gets at this point for me like hey, you know uh, and, and what I'm really hoping for, what I really want, is stability enough that I can b- bring back the school at some point. Okay, we'll see. There you go. I There's your like minimal to... viable product. I guess. Oh, yeah, I guess. I guess. Yeah. It, as far as things, yeah, st- stability enough that I can bring back the flight school in a real way that is fun for everybody. So if you can finish the ICC missions and uh, bring back flight school... I'm a simple man. That's all Ace wants. He just wants to finish the ICC missions. M-U-I-C-C missions. Oh, it's just, it is such a labor of love. Just like every time I, I, get, I get close and something happens and I can't, can't get there. Oh. All right. Well, um, I, I think that, you know, like, you, like we've been saying, or Ace, Ace uh, said, you know, I mean, it, it's all it's shots in the dark at, at this point. I mean, but... You know what? Um, uh, every year we do this. We never go back and listen to what we predicted. Um, but um, you know, tradition. I'm always right. <laughs> huh? That's funny. Um, so, <laughs> all right. Um, HUD. HUD. Field of view. Yes. Space combat awareness. All right. With so aces high. <laughs> wow. <laughs> That was. Amazing. I'm gonna be honest. I still kind of prefer in the loop. Nope. Too late. Been changed. Too late. Aces. Yep. Hi. Oh, <laughs> no yeah. way, oh. bruh. Oh, this not. Oh man. Has anybody the else sec- seen Casino? The no. Yeah. Aces. Hi. You know, seeing it the third time doesn't help. <laughs> yeah, it does. <laughs> it does not make me get the Here joke the first than before. Did we just lose somebody? Oh, I think we just. I think I killed Mark. Wow, Mark. Yeah, he just. You know what? He was like, you know what? I'm done, and he threw his, his papers <laughs> up in the air and just left. <laughs> oh my god! Well, um, shall we carry carry on until he pops back? I in? suppose. So. I guess that tells us never to use that joke again. Yeah. Uh-huh. I, I apparently maybe if I say it again, it'll come back. No. No. All right, well, Ace, Ro- Ace Rothstein, you are honorary Ace Rothstein, Ace Rothstein for today, um, with big dark glasses and um, a, a sexy girlfriend you can't control. Um, take it away. All right, I got none of those references, unfortunately. <laughs> so confused. In any oh. case, uh, oh, his power went out. Well, Mark just messaged his power went out. Oh wow. Well, uh, I guess good luck to him because that's probably important. All right, wow. So um, I'm guessing at some point it'll go back on and he'll be able to... So, oh, his power went out. That means that his audacity stopped recording. Uh-huh. So, oh, no. So, oh, I so wonder if he lost his whole audio file. He lost one of them. <sighs> oh, no. We got, we got one of them. 
We got one of them. Well, he, he uploaded the um, yeah uh, live without a net, guys. Um, huh. Well, I, I I guess we just keep going, do we, or do you, or do we want to call it and try to re-record? I think we'll have to stop and re-record. I think we'll have to re-record because yeah, we. I was going to say if if it auto saved, we'd be fine, but I don't think it did. No, uh, do we want to text him and see if did if we if, did we record the? Nope, we didn't record in in Teamspeak. Oh, Ooh. see, if we recorded in Teamspeak, we could have kept going. Uh, well, except the quality is awful. Yeah, um, the backup ain't bad. Oh, okay. No, he's saving Audacity um, um, while battery backup is on. Okay, so he's he's able to save the his contribution to the show. So we he can, has, we wow, can, he's got a battery backup. That's amazing. Yeah, that well, is amazing. He's a fancy man. Um, so we can go ahead and finish up, and then uh, we'll just splice him in, um, uh, or we'll just. No, so we'll just, I, I you just know, continue, let's just soldier on. To help me. We soldier on! That's what I was looking for. Okay, all right. <clears throat> Mr. Rothstein. <laughs> Will you stop it? Just, anyway. Um, it's Aces Exasperation is the new segment name. Um, <laughs> so this was, this was a, a, a dissection of uh, Star Citizen's HUD as compared to other games... Uh, past, present, and modern flight sims. Uh, this mainly uh, was born out of a discussion uh, that I had in the TeamSpeak, and then a bunch of forum posts I saw on Reddit, in the Star Citizen Reddit, and I realized that like it seemed like a lot of people were talking about this, and I figured, it, at the very least, I wanted to uh, throw in my two cents about it. Um, okay. So you'll see here in the in the page, I've got some links. We'll put these in the show show notes. Uh, to some uh, Reddit threads that I've seen these three that I've seen in the past about uh, the HUD and you know what's important about having a HUD that is functional and um, uh, uh, f- gives accurate and important feedback to the player at any given time. Uh, so I want to go through some of these. Um, not so much the articles. The articles, the the the, the uh, two of these I wanted to point out specifically for players in the organization because they are great guides for explaining and customizing the heads-up display as it currently stands. Uh, because you can you can change what displays on those multifunction displays uh, in your cockpit. You can, you can, you know, organizing them around a little bit. Wait, which wait, makes wait. them a in, little bit easier to see. Not in, great. In the store citizen? Yeah. What? Yeah. Okay, so third article down, Guide to Customizing HUDs. Click on that. It's from uh, Word Harper. And if you click on the immigrant link inside that article, uh, you should see a series of image posts that describe holding down the Z key and W, A, S, and D how to change uh, your MFDs. Now, it's not great. But it does help with some of the things we're talking about a little bit later, which is the field of view and how that that plays into what you see on your screen. Oh, it's not, now you you don't have to go into the um, the the uh, terminal to do this, do you? No, no. So you, so, you don't. Oh, okay. So here, I'll post this in the. the I'll just directly post the. Uh, there you go. So that's the the immigrant uh, uh, image list and you can see it talks about how to how to adjust what's on your heads up displays oh 
Um, which is important Sweet. because the FOV currently as it stands along with the cockpit layout makes a lot of the um, displays not terribly useful to a pilot. Yes. Um, they're also very, very small. Yes. Um, which, and that's a hard thing to, to how, do you, how do you balance a virtual cockpit with having uh, and being able to look around it and not having the HUD fill up everything? Um, and, and to that end, uh, you know, I wanted to bring up uh, a couple of examples down here. Um, the first one is from Elite Dangerous, uh, which is our sister game here. And just, it, it, you know, points out that uh, you can have a HUD that covers, I mean, this one, in this case, the cockpit covers about the bottom third of the screen. And you mm-hmm. can see that there's, there's some info elements up top, but, you mm-hmm. know, there's very clear indicators of what's, what each of these things are, um, speeds, you know, your, your, the radar HUD, which I like the bubble. I like the hollow bubble that we currently have. But it mm-hmm. isn't as readable at a glance as some of the others are. Yeah. Um, and you can see information about your ship and the enemy ship, you know, shield information, hull damage, all within a glance, uh, which is something that, you know, information about the ship's status, uh, whether it's wanted or not, whether, you know, what they're headed or what the, what the shape, the state of the ship, uh, state of the ship is, all that Careful. sort of stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that's important to have some of that. Um, if you look, you know, back further, um, the game that I learned from is the X-Wing series. And if you click on that X-Wing series flight panel, here's what the X-Wing Alliance, X-Wing versus TIE Fighter, this is what the panels look like in, in this one. And primarily what I, what I want to draw your attention to is, number one, on the left and right sides are uh, uh, friendly player ship lists and enemy player ship lists, which you don't see in games that often these days. Um, oh, okay. You see this here, and then and then in uh, Freelancer they had this sort of thing where it would show a list of the enemy ships in a, in, a, in a zone, just in a in a, a raw list. Um, the middle HUD gives you those 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 red bars across the top. Those are uh, laser ammo, so they they drain as you fire. So it's a quick and easy way to see how much how much ammo quote unquote you have left. Um, and then, uh, and then there's the, the, the enemy of the ship targeted, which gives information about status, distance, the shield, the hull, the sort of orientation of the vessel. Um, but up top is the thing that I really wanted to point out about this screen, which is, I think, the most effective and simplistic form of radar I've ever seen in a game. So, on, so you have... Uh, so imagine these circles as, like, uh, globes cut in half. So you like take an okay. orange, you cut it in half, and you're looking. You're looking at the inside of either side of those oranges. Okay. Yeah. And the, and the way these work uh, is that the the dots that are in them slide around those globes, those those circles, in relation to a three D representation of how your ship is shaped or is pointed. So you see that little yellow yellow bracketed. That's the ship that you've got targeted right there on the right-hand side. Uh-huh. If you pull back on the stick, that little yellow dot would zip down to the bottom and then pop up at the top on the left. And and as you brought your nose into range or into into alignment, it, the, the bracket would come towards the center of that circle. And so it, to me, at a glance, it seemed a very easy way. In a game where you can't look around at the cockpit, X-Wing, the X-Wing games famously for the most part, had your head locked looking forward. You couldn't look around. 
Um, mm. These gave a great sort of at a glance 3D representation of where objects and ships were. Um, okay. Part of the problem with stuff like the uh, the the globe is that sometimes if there's a lot of contacts, it's hard to keep track of relative like front to back where things are because sometimes ships will stack on each other if they're ones in front of the other one but like a distance away um mm-hmm. and sometimes it's hard to figure out like uh where the the uh, enemy is in relation to you up or down relation to your own ship uh because of the way that the radar globe is set up these i feel like do a, a pretty good job of just giving you raw positional data um they have different dots for different icons so like there's a flashing orange and red one that's a missile uh, uh, enemy and ally ships appear as different color dots, so you'll uh, you get a sense of uh, roughly where your forces are as opposed to where your your enemies are. Um, and then the shield on the left. Uh, that's a little, it's a simplistic system, but it's got uh, so Star Wars, of course, runs on a double shield system because, of course, one person in the first you know in a New Hope says switch your deflectors to double front. And that's where that comes from. Uh, so you'll have you know the outer shield and the inner shield, and you can toggle those whether you want all of them up front, all of them in back, want them balanced. Um, and the ship itself has a little will will change color depending on how much damage you've taken. Which it's a simplistic model, um, but the the HUD can sometimes you can sometimes lose particular systems. Like you can lose your targeting system even though your engines and your the rest of your stuff is still working, and the astromech in the back will fix it for you while you're in combat. Mm-hmm. Um, the point being is that I feel like this layout uh, and and layout similar to this um, provide a much cleaner interface than what Star Citizen has currently. Now we're getting there. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you mm-hmm. look at the stuff from two point six, uh, in particular stuff for um, the Gladius and the Hornet Wildfire, those are jumps in the right direction. The they move some of the HUD elements up because they recognize that the players. With the way that the heads are currently set, they don't. Most players don't look to the side, or, or more importantly, down into their cockpit. So they move some of those elements up into the player's field of view, which is a great, great movement. I, I want them to do more of that if they can. Um, well, the, one of the problems is, you know, like I have um, head head movement pinned to my uh, mouse, so it's very easy and quick to access. But you also have to scroll forward to really get a good look at those uh, at the user interface yeah. and that's tough when you're in combat you know you're you're flying around now you you've got uh, you know free look and you're looking down and you're zooming in and then you need to zoom back out it's just it's it's not easy yeah. to, to get a good read it's great that all that stuff like actually works i think that's really cool but it's small but it's tiny yeah it's small and it, it, it is tough to read. Well, that's and that's why I think the stuff for like the Elite Dangerous and the X-wing panels they're great because the they don't take up the whole screen. They are immediately readable, and you can read them while you're in combat, yeah. uh, which is important. Um, uh, and and part of that is important is in the real world. Uh, pilots routinely fly IFR, which is the Instrument Flight Rating, it means you fly by instruments alone and nothing else. And the real, the gold standard for being able to uh, having a good instruments on an aircraft, or in this case, spacecraft, is if you can, if you could fly by just the instruments. You click on that link right there, you'll see that's the IFR hood. That is what you use to train flying 
IFR. Literally, you That's cannot see outside the cockpit window. Uh, and it's a bizarre experience. Wow. Because all you can see is the uh, the flight panel, which is the one below it. And that's a typical flight panel. That's what most pilots see. And this instrument cluster, it gives you all the information you should you generally need to know when you're flying. You've got your, your uh, uh, speedometer on the left. Uh, you've got your um, attitude indicator on the far right. You have your pitch uh, in the middle, compass at the bottom, climb indicator on the right, and then um, balance, sort of like a side-to-side on the bottom left. And those give you relatively good indication about where the aircraft is at any given time, orientation and and, and uh, shape. Like if you're if you're off to the left and you're banking, the uh, the little ball on the on the on the uh, bottom left will be all the way over to the right. Uh, your your attitude and climb indicator will indicate you whether you're climbing or diving, and the uh, uh, pitch indicator will be you know cockeyed off to one side as the as the uh, aircraft's horizon is tilted because of the way the the wings are sitting. Well, but what if you're coming in for a landing and everything is perfect except you're to the left about 20 yards? It's for, like, the airport? Yeah. Uh, at an airport, um, when you're flying... So when you're when you are actually flying IFR, um, uh, like in heavy fog conditions, mm-hmm. for example, airports will use lights at oh, the okay, airport okay. to give an indication of altitude... And positioning. So if you're too high, the lights that shine up at your aircraft are different colors than if you're too low. Right. It it they they change what you see depending upon where your altitude is. And of course, obviously, if you're lining up on the runway and you see a bunch of white lights outlining roughly where the runway is and they're all the way off to the right, you're not center. Right, but there there would be a visual cue for lining up. There is some visual cue, and of course, modern aircraft because this this is like a like a single engine prop aircraft, mm-hmm. no HUD whatsoever. Modern uh, uh, multifunction displays that are like have like uh, if we go to the next one at the bottom, which is the A10, will have video displays, and these you can line up on the runway. Oh, because the MFT uh, see that MFD on the left. Mm-hmm. That multifunction display that can give you a de- depiction of the airport, oh, okay. and it'll give you okay. a roughly radar positioning of where you are without your lined up on the runway. Of course, the, the air traffic controller will tell you, you know, yeah. uh, you know, radar, you know, has you know, we've got visual on you at this location, but you can fly by just this if you needed to. Google Maps, yeah. Well, uh, Google Maps and and the the uh, the indicators in your in your uh, HUD uh, on your on your display right here. The, the, oh, okay. The dials. Sweet, and that's the. That, I mean, that's the thing for for me about Star Citizen is if they can eventually reach the point where we can fly like this, uh, yeah, that's and that's. I feel like that's a ways off. That is that is Squadron Forty Two release ways off because yeah. I feel like they have to get a lot of that stuff nailed down before they release Squadron Forty Two. Cool, cool. So well, that's very informative. Um, I will. Um I will definitely uh, paste all of these into the show notes uh, so that folks uh, can follow along at home. Uh, very interesting stuff, Ace. Thank you for that. Yeah. I, and then, of course, you mentioned the FOV stuff, which is the other big issue, is that if you can't zoom out to see your HUD instruments, they don't serve you much good, even if they do work, yeah. if they're there in front of you. That's but but you're, saying, you're saying in the, I'm sorry, in this Reddit post that there's a, a way to adjust that. There is to some degree, but you'll notice that in that in in that same Reddit post, 
even at the very bottom image where he tells you that you know he says all right now now here's what your new HUD display looks like you can see that even even if that that's the case mm-hmm. uh, you know you, you can still only barely see the top four screens to some degree mm. you know the 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 if you're gonna have what is this six screens in a cockpit they right. should be all viable to some degree yeah so that's all I mean just that's there's there's aces rant about uh, well that's the thing is that they're all viable they're just not easy to access and they're not very and they they're not sized very well CHA I think I think it really has to work on making them detailed but also readable because some of those some of those uh, MFD displays multifunction displays when you scroll in they are beautifully detailed oh yeah uh, but mm. if you can't see the detail, they don't serve much purpose. Yeah, yeah, that's so true, Ace. So true. Well, very good. Yeah, excellent uh, segment this time. Uh, uh, I would have to say my, my favorite uh, episode of Aces High. <laughs> so I miss high, in the loop bro. so much, like you don't even know. Oh my god! I turned my Siri on. <laughs> Even Siri thinks it's a bad idea. Oh, uh, well. Okay, well, very good. Uh, very good. I'm sorry I'm sorry that Mark missed that. Um, but, uh, you know, he'll just have to listen to the show like everyone else. Um, and he did. He was successful in uploading uh, his uh, segments. Oh, so. fantastic. We are golden. Yay. All right, well, let's uh, move on to uh, Jonto's forum report. Um, there is an RRA post uh, by uh, Bunyan Snipe. Uh, uh, talking about BritishenCon 2017, so that's that's exciting. I know that's coming up, um, going to be uh, the 22nd of April, and I know um, Board Gamer from the uh, Redacted Podcast and of YouTube fame uh, is uh, one of the organizers of that, and I know that they uh, uh, he said that they had um, a great time uh, last year. Uh, with that event so um, if you are a guy with ships and are going to be in the Manchester area or can be in the Manchester area around the 22nd of April uh, definitely check that out people are looking for I guess uh, uh, transportation pooling and uh, maybe I'm supposing some folks will probably be looking to share a room too so it would be very cool if we could have some uh, TGWS on the ground there in Manchester for um, uh, the uh, Bridison Con very very cool um and uh, of course because i'm clever like that i close my show notes mm-hmm. wah, wah. Wah, wah. okay Ace, so let's let's be really really quiet and make it very awkward for glee <laughs> i'm back them tgws glasses are here uh remember our uh, buddy wooten um uh uh, did those uh, really cool frosted glasses. I wish Mark was here because if Mark was here, he could tell us because I believe he has some, um, uh, how much he loves them. But uh, definitely uh, follow the link, go there. And I know uh, people have been uh, been happy with them. So uh, again, check that out. And um, then we have from Sardanus, the exorcism of a star citizen. This is an interesting thread. Terrifying. Uh, so, yeah, um, there's uh, an issue with uh, 2.6 uh, having to do with um, with uh, EVAing and oh man, and uh, just some awkward um, some awkward positioning. Got, um, so, you guys experiencing the uh, ship spinning in EVA? 
I have, yeah. Is it in your saber, Gleep? No, in my um, uh, Titan. Ah, interesting. Yeah, no, I'm getting it in my saber. It's uh, kind of like uh, trying to uh, lasso a bull when when I, you know, try and get back into the ship. I just kind of pass by it as quick as I can, and I just keep spamming F until I hope that it catches. Yeah, it's like... I, I, I do, I will admit that I have seen a large uh, uh, collection of images or videos like that posted to uh, YouTube of people getting into their ships in Star Citizen to the Interstellar soundtrack. Ooh, nice. Nice. People are using the uh, no time for caution scene where they're they're trying to match the rotation of the two ships, and people have been using that uh, and, and, and dubbing that over their attempts to get into their spinning Star Citizen ships. Our community is nothing if not creative. Mm-hmm. Making uh, <laughs> that uh, that exorcism make- image reminds me of those uh, awkward comic book poses uh, thread that I saw going around a couple of, couple of months ago. Oh, well, we are all about the awkward, indeed. <clears throat> making uh, making the, the lemonade out of those lemons. <laughs> all right, and then we have um, Mark. Mark again, not here. Um, he uh, sent us out a link today to uh, an organization phone book project. So let's wait until Mark comes back about that. But that, I thought that was sort of interesting. Uh, the 2017 Star Citizen Organization phone book project. So, and our organization is listed. So that's uh, that's pretty cool. Um, and speaking of organization, we have new members to ours. It's been Yay. a while since we've talked about this. Yeah, um, it has been so, a while. It has. Mm-hmm. Uh, Strider21 joined us. He said, I discovered Star Citizen during the original Kickstarter and have been hooked ever since. After looking for ev- anything and everything Star Citizen related, I came across the Versecast and have been listening for quite a while. And the Versecast community sounds like a solid group of people that would be fun to play with in Star Citizen and other games. We are! So come out and play with us. Toddy. I'm going I'm to go Toddy there. You think? Okay. Sure. Toddy joined us. He said, hey, guys, love your show. I am from Sydney, Australia, and new to Star Citizen and just love it. He bought an Aurora package, but love flying the Avenger Titan gained from REC. As a newbie, there is so much to learn, and I find your show to be very informative and interesting. For example, learning ship weapon variants and all other news about the game. Looking forward to playing online with members of this community. Thanks, Toddy. Rowant joined us, said, I was a big wing, a wing commander fan as a kid. Dang for balls. Uh, played freelancer in college. In 2013, like most people, I was sucked in by the trailer and the thoughts of what could be. I have been a subscriber since September 2013. Took a break from following the game till 2.5. My hangar currently has a Drake Cutlass, a Drake Herald, an or, um, Origin 85X, Miss Colby, and a Yellow Dragonfly. Welcome, Rowant. Jack, uh, Jacob. Jacob joined us. After watching Rogue One last night, I had to buy the Mustang pack. Cool two games <laughs> nice. in one, and am a first-time buyer. Great deal. Been listening on and off since 2013. That's great. We started in 2014, so I'm not sure exactly what you were listening to prior to that, but welcome aboard. Marius joined us. Said, hello, love the podcasts. Love the manifesto. I am a guy with a ship, so what the heck have I been waiting for? Really? I have no idea. 
Here, therefore, is my application to be part of the org. Please accept it. Please, please, please. I am mostly interested in support roles. Yay! In, that was me. Uh, in Star Citizen, trade, mining, exploration. In part, that is because, full disclosure, I am a willing but sadly not very able fighter pilot. Yay! Again, that was me. Um, outside the cockpit, it doesn't get much better. Hand me a rifle and I might be able to tell you where the trigger is. No guarantees, though. Don't get me wrong. I'll fight if you need me. Let's just hope you don't. As a long... Dangy end towards bad guy. <laughs> As a long-time MMOer... Um, I value collaboration, community, and playing nice with others most of all, and want to join an org with the same values. Well, you have, because that is us. Over the years, I've run into far too many people who, let's just say, need to back off the red meat, if you know what I mean. It's a game, people. I am East Coast US-based and bring a half dozen chips, including a Sabre, a Jean Cartou, I'm guessing Cartou all, <coughs> excuse me, that was an impulse purchase, don't ask. A freelancer dur, a prospector, a stalker, and a dragonfly, which was also an impulse purchase. Look forward to hearing back. Keep being awesome. Marius. Welcome, Marius. Uh, Ardenor joined us, said, I'm applying because I watched Scorpion66's stream. I'm not sure who that is, but any, any, any reason you have for joining us is a good reason. I found Star Citizen on Twitch because I like to scroll to the less viewed games and streams. I fly an Avenger Titan as of right now and am a modestly capable pilot and quite a decent shot in Star Marine. Nice. Hope to make hope to make some friends and help evolve the community of Star Citizen. Yay! Excuse me. Quasar joined us. Said I love his televisions. <laughs> Settle down. Hey, I would like to apply to become a guy with ships. I have a hull B and an 85X, which I will upgrade to something soon. Very friendly and mature when I need to be. He is 16. Um, and, and yeah, I hope you accept me in New York. Thanks, Quasar. Well, welcome, Quasar. I think, uh, I think <coughs> actually me. I was playing with Quasar the other night. I believe well, uh, he came to us via the, uh, the uh, Wolf Larson. Oh, excellent. Thank you, Wolf. Fusion joined us, said, Hello, I just started last week. I've been coming across some of the posts on Reddit about the game, so I decided to give it a try. I'm loving it thus far. Great community and pretty exciting alpha. I own an Origin 325A and an Aurora MR. I'm just looking for a group to play with when I'm online. Thanks, Fusion. Welcome, Fusion. And Origin joined us, said, I would love to join. I listened to the cast for the first time, and you guys seem awesome and right up my alley. Eh, we're all right. We we're do porridge. our best. He has porridge up his alley. <laughs> Phrasing. <laughs> porridge. Over on the website, we have uh, some new members as well. Warmind joined us, as did Strider, Toddy, and Skizox. Skizo. Skizox. Sure. And Sergeant Redneck. Pretty cool, huh? Mm-hmm. Now, ah, damn it, damn it, damn it. We had these questions, and Foxen, I apolo- I'm going to apologize again because I do want to wait until Mark gets back. <laughs> oh, that's right. Oh, <laughs> oh, oh, man. Foxen. 
because I, I know that he uh, Mark had some opinions on this, so I I, I do want to uh, to answer these. Um, so we will uh, we will hold off on answering these until we get uh, we're back at our full complement. Uh, so Foxen and Dranic Black, uh, your questions have not been lost, and through the miracle of copy paste, they shall be in next time's show notes as well. So. Uh, thank you very much for your contributions. They shall be utilized. Um, so, guys, what do we got coming up? Um, I, you know, I'm, I'm thinking, uh, kind of following up on on everything we've discussed uh, this evening. Uh, I think the most important thing that I want to see is the updated uh, production schedule report. I think that is going to be the key to so much, um, so much things uh, as far as managing our expectations. Yeah, I, can yeah. No, I, I agree. Absolutely. Um, getting getting a clearer idea of when we can expect to see 3.0 is, is definitely going to be uh, definitely be a good thing. Uh, like I said, for me, short term, it's it's 2.6.1. Yeah, I, I think that that's that's very, um, very true. And I'm, I'm, I'm scanning here the newsletter because I thought there was something about 2.61 in it. Let's see. We were happy to see positive feedback from Alpha 2.6 release. Impressed by the number of stunning videos, images, blah, 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 blah. Digesting both your and our own thoughts. Um, we are planning on releasing an incremental patch 2.61 with some of the features that slipped out of 2.6. Oh, that's interesting. So uh, a couple of things that uh, uh, they just decided to not include. Mm-hmm. And bug fixes for increased stability although 2.6 was possibly one of our most stable patches to date. So, so that'll be nice. So uh, increased stability, um, uh, bug fixes, and then maybe a, a couple of additional features. So that, that's, um, that's, that's a good thing to be looking forward to, I think. So expect to hear more details on timing in the next couple of weeks. Okay, so hopefully by the next time we record, uh, we will have an updated uh, protection schedule report, and we will talk about it ferociously. We'll talk about it a lot. Yes. All right. Well, guys, you got anything else? Not at the moment. I'm good. All right. Please do go to Engine.com. They are the quick, easy, and free solution for hosting your community website. That is E-N-J-I-N.com. Be sure to check out Star Citizen the Base Radio at radio.starcitizenbase.com, where you can find a broadcast of one of our shows every Saturday afternoon. And do check out the new INN. It can be found at imperialnews.network. You can reach the podcast. Email is comms at versecast.org. On Twitter, we are at versecast. Please do be sure to use the hashtag TGWS. Our RSI Star Citizen organization can be found at robertspaceindustries.com slash org slash versecast. On Steam, we are those guys with ships. And please do be sure to check out our gaming community website. It is versecast.org. <clears throat> and remember, there is no angry way to say bubbles. Bubbles! Bubbles! If you say bubbles enough times, eventually you just start giggling. Bubbles! <laughs> I tried. I tried really, really hard. You did. You, yeah, that was what I was going to say. See? There, there are no bubbles possible. in death metal. That's true. <laughs> my name is Gleep, and all my contact information is in the show notes. Jimmy? Uh, you can find uh, me most chatty on Twitter at uh, Jimmy Croker. You can uh, also email me uh, at uh, Jimmy at firstcast.org, right? Dot org dot net dot cast slash dot back dot org slash dot <laughs> yeah. 
Sure. Um, at this point, uh, by the airing of this show, uh, I will be getting gearing up for Quantum Drive, uh, Quantum Drive second episode yes. back, and uh, things will uh, continue to be lousy for Jackson. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> it's, Why? It's not, we're, that, we're just we're just that, not that, off that. to a good start this season. We're just not. Well, as I recall from uh, from last week's episode, uh, you came uh, jumping out of hyperspace uh, with uh, a few new friends you had found along the way following you very closely. Correct. Uh, Jackson uh, uh, actually... With uh, Gleep uh, using uh, the Herald as a homing beacon, uh, mm-hmm. I uh, jump into uh, space with uh, four Vandal uh, blades hot on my tail. Yeah, uh, and uh, I would like to, uh, of course, point out that that my um, my uh, best idea for assistance was just to leave. <laughs> so, yeah. So the rumor goes. <laughs> yeah, but but your ship's okay. Well, so the Herald is. The Herald is, yeah. <laughs> For the time being. It's a nice ship. You want to take care of that. <laughs> Absolutely. All right. Ace? My name is Azamine, and uh, I suppose I suppose we are, we are at the end, so good night, Gracie. Yay. Uh, you can find all my information <laughs> in the show notes. Uh, I am also most chatty here in the TeamSpeak, so just come by and say hello. Uh, I will be more than willing to chat, uh, see what you're up to. If you want to play something, just ask. Uh, currently doing a lot of Skyrim lately. That and Rise of the Tomb Raider, just on a kick. Uh, but nice. if you want to shoot some stuff and some starships, just say so, and I'll be down for it. So I, I think for Mark, what we do is we um, we just uh, be quiet for ninety seconds and then just laugh intermittently, <laughs> like he's doing one of his <laughs> perfect. <laughs> 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 Such a oh. nice laugher. Oh, and, and the toothpaste. <laughs> no! Where does he come up with this stuff? Off the top of his head. Pork chops. <laughs> oh, man. You better cook that better. What? <laughs> <laughs> Until next time, then. We are Those Guys with Ships, and this has been our community podcast. See you guys. Bye. Thargoids. Ah, uh, they're still flaring up. Might feel a little better now. Need some ointment for those Thargoids. <laughs> <laughs>